This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. Manners maketh man. Do you know what that means? I'm the Homelander. Mm-hmm. And I can do whatever the fuck I want. So many feelings flying around anyways. This is Sparta! Do you not hear the crazy? Aloha! What is up, everyone? It is Friday night, your place and time for independent comics and independent wrestling, Indie Alley. Everyone's favorite podcast, everyone's favorite Sunday afternoon, everyone's favorite Sunday morning. What's happening, Fred? I'm here. I'm here. I uh, just came off of my week of fatness last week, um, and I'm back to reality and back to the same, well, actually underweight than I was before previously so i'm feeling pretty good <laughs> i'm on my like season of fatness so <laughs> man I'm, I'm gonna tell you like eating three dozen donuts in like three days i did eat that and you saw the picture of that big pizza mm. and stuff and i ate like that for a whole week and after i did it joey was like dad how much did you gain i was like oh i gained six pounds this week and he was like but then, the, you know, two days into, like, working out and eating right, I was down eight. And he was like, wait, you can do that? I was like, absolutely. <laughs> Don't talk about food. I didn't eat dinner yet. <laughs> <laughs> is your is your stomach growing? Oh, I, I still haven't got the picture of that pizza out of my head. <laughs> it's oh, still yeah. sitting there. <laughs> it, it was so good, man. Then that's so big. That thing, I think, in, like, the box, it was actually four foot or around and it looked foot. like it was brooklyn style yes oh, it definitely man. was with the cheese and it's like grease everywhere oh, it was a, it, it was heaven but you know i was celebrating a great doctor's appointment although i still have a bruise on my arm from the blood withdrawal Damn. but you know but other than that nah i've been eating like crap i've been eating like crap since corona i don't know <laughs> <laughs> haven't really got it That's together a, that, since. that is it that is the thing because when I talked to my doctor, she said, um, she was like, So, how do you make up? You know, produce was bad early in Corona, and I was like, Vitamins. I was like, I take magnesium, vitamin C, you know, fish oil, all these things to make up for the things that I couldn't eat, you know. No. So, but, yeah, produce yeah. does go to by the wayside because I try not to still, I try not to go to the store all the time. So, you know, you only can buy so much fresh produce at a time or things go mm-hmm. bad. So, yeah, produce has taken a hit, I would say. Fresh produce. Right. But then you stock up that freezer with all your frozen broccoli yeah, and your cauliflower but it's not quite the same. And... You know that. You got to hide yeah. your frozen vegetables in other dishes, you know. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to sit yeah. there and eat frozen broccoli by itself. I'll eat, bro- I'll eat steamed fresh broccoli by itself, but I won't eat, you know. That's enough veggie talk. We're turning into a, a yeah. hippie show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hippies. Damn hippies. <laughs> Getting in the tree house with the rascals. So <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. So did you watch anything this week? I only watch wrestling. That's about it. I mean, I'm gonna watch the boys tonight, but that's about it. Yeah. Just wrestling. I, I I've been working. We have a website. Did you know that? Yeah, I know I know that. I have, I have, uh, Trying to work on a very personal 
piece that might take some time but there's a lot of things that i have to put in it but um yeah yeah, yeah i do i there's a few posts yeah there's a few posts i did a i did a real one and i did kind of a half-assed throw up some covers of some magazines just trying to put some content up there um <laughs> yeah then i deleted my tweet because i tagged you and you were like oh no 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 i didn't write it. i didn't write it i didn't open it so i didn't know <laughs> i'm just trying to make it not look so sparse i've only written one article and yeah, just the building. It was all in the building. Decided I don't like WordPress. Never worked with it really before this, and ugh, it's not that easy to use, to be honest. So, yeah. So you didn't jump on the Cobra Kai? Train. No. Uh oh. Did you do that? I watched the first three episodes. I'm, you know, I'm a huge Karate Kid fan, so I, it was cool to check it out and to relive and to see those characters, you know, older than mm-hmm. me. Um, <laughs> is really cool um but there's some things i question like johnny was driving a trans am and i don't think that's possible anymore (laughs) um you know the playing all that 80s music and things like that but it made me feel young again so he's it's it's set back in the day kind of like stranger things no it takes place now where johnny's in his 40s and he starts to he still drives a trans am yeah that's what i thought was funny I was like, no one drives a Trans Am anymore. Wow. But, yeah, but uh, it made me feel like it was 1984 with some of the things. Like, he was drinking RC Cola. <laughs> no one drinks RC Cola anymore. That was like the 80s, yeah, right? I didn't even know they still made RC Cola. <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, maybe they're bringing it back. Everything comes back. You know, everything is old as new. Hipsters. You know. Yeah, that is L- true. Listening yeah. to records and drinking RC Cola. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, they drink like LaCroix or whatever. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or is it LaCroix, LaCroix? I, I think don't LaCroix, know. LaCroix is a place, right? LaCroix. I don't, I don't know. know. I, my, my French hasn't been good. I can say a few things in French because I took a f- couple of years in high school, you know. Um, tout à pas comment, laver la voiture. Isn't that like wash your car? Um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know. I'm on the other border. I'm not too worried about French. So, <laughs> speaking of French, before we get into the comics, um, you know our our buddies up north, um, John, he uh, has put together a website uh, that they have T-shirts for for Indie Alley, and uh, it's called Awaken Aliens T-shirts dot com. Nice. That's an all complete sentence. Um, they have mugs with us our mugs on a mug which is kind of cool um hoodies t-shirts and right now you can get 10 percent off your orders when you type in promo code in all caps indie alley see how i did that andrew see how that transition right very good very good that was Um, pretty good i'm gonna get that mug i'm gonna load it up with whiskey maybe the show maybe i'll get more animated during the show by the time we hit the wrestling part i'll be screaming like macho man (laughs) so you'll be like so you're gonna play the drunk uncle? I'll be like Jr. I can do that. Okay. The, well, you have to drink like Moscow <laughs> mules or something, right? I can make Moscow mules in there. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, speaking of Moscow mules, uh, you want to get into the books because I got one that uh, somebody that's called the Bomb Queen, um, and Bomb Queen is it's uh called Trump you card. Drop that See bomb right up the bat. Ah. Uh. Yeah, well, with the Moscow Mule, then the name Trump came to mind, and because it's in the title Trump card, so I just I went with it. Um, this book takes place in like uh, 
It's it's written and drawn by Jimmy Robinson. Um, this book takes place in uh, 2024. Um, a super villain, which is the Bomb Queen, uh, wants to stop Donald Trump from becoming president for life because what Donald Trump had did in this. And the spoil. Uh, here's a warning. This book is very political. So if you're not if you're offended by today's politics or things, this book is definitely not for you. Um, <laughs> but uh, Donald Trump uh, goes to change. He changed the Constitution where as long as he's alive, he can continue to run for president. Um, her plan was to campaign against him and uh, steal his voters and uncover the, you know, the private information that the United States uh, dark un underbelly in the process, all that stuff, the darkness, the things that happened um, behind the curtain. Um, but what I find out from it is that she's very much like him. So uh, like the book points out that she was like, she built walls. She uh, used the media to manipulate people and things like that. And a lot of the stuff is very like, they mentioned the coronavirus in this book oh, wow. and how they use it. They use like people, all different ethnicities. Um, they use clan members. They use all types of stuff. It's this book is not safe for work. I will definitely <laughs> say that because she's very sexual. She uses herself to um, advance things. She says some very Garth Ennis things um, that he would do in books with like I the boys since the boys are out this is I, I could see like the contrast to mm -hmm. this um, or the com comparisons uh, but yeah man this this was a really good book but what's funny you know how the boys have like their super villains and yeah. stuff well listen to some of these um these villains in here there's people called the hashtagger the trigger warning the outrager the macafe the Mecca fetus <laughs> and the and the black shade um so it's he even created like these villains very similar like it's it seems like maybe he was inspired by it i don't know <laughs> but i enjoyed it um she's very uh like i said she just she's basically like austin powers oh, okay. like you know how sexual he yeah. was like she does that so if you're easily offended with that, then it's definitely not a book for you either. But to me, I enjoyed it. It caught me off guard. I'd never even heard of the book before, but I've now known that there's at least eight to ten trades of it. <laughs> I skipped it, so I, I don't have it. I didn't know what it was, I guess. And when I put my order in, I, I didn't pick it. So I didn't get it, and I didn't go to the shop to get it. So I currently haven't read it. And you've been talking to me about it, and I guess I have to check it out. It's a big book too, right? Like it has like more than the normal pages. I yeah, I think so. And um, you know, today, nowadays, people get very offended by like how certain characters are drawn. Like she is drawn, like um, <laughs> like know, a nineties like comic. Those, <laughs> yeah, very much. Yes, like like power girl uh -huh. was and things like that you know so she's drawn like that nice but then she owns it like the things that she does and um so i looked into jimmy robinson and stuff and uh 
yeah, I'm, I'm going to check out some other things by him too, because this was very interesting to me. Very cool. Yeah. Like I said, I didn't check it out, but if we're going to talk about that, then we might as well talk about the originator and the original. Let's go with the boys, dear Becky. Um, issue number four, Garth Enos, Russ Braun, Tony Avina, uh, Simon Bolin, and of course the covers by original artist, Derek Robinson. Um, the boys, dear Becky, you know, if you're hyped for the TV show, you should be reading this comic. There are, I think, beats in this comic that are going to show up in the in the new um, TV show. Because this is a look back at the time after Butcher's wife, he thinks she's died. You know, spoiler alert, we know she's alive. We've seen the TV show. And we've read the regular boys. So it's it's about his mindset. And he kind of was off the rails. He wasn't the leader of the boys at this time. The colonel was the leader still. And, you know, he's he's much more violent and vicious at this point. He's all about killing superheroes and hurting capes and beating them. He's a, he's a real big bully. And he kind of goes off book a lot. Uh, but I, it's so much fun. And it's so entertaining. And the one thing that is kind of focused on in this book is um, Stormfront. And Stormfront, we've already seen in the trailer, is going to be a major player in this um, season. Stormfront, they changed her to a woman versus it's a man in the original comics. She's a member of the Seven versus a member of the Payback, which are the Avengers of the boys. And it, it gets a little bit into some <laughs> some white supremacist Nazi stuff. So this one... <laughs> Butcher gets accosted in the alley by all these Viking characters. Like, one's supposed to be Thor and all his group of, like, Asgardian-type characters, you know? And they're not really Asgardians, you know? They got shot up with the with the serums and stuff to become heroes, the compound. But they're all kind of white supremacy because they're, like, the Aryan race. They're Vikings and stuff. And, of course, you know... Um, they get the shit kicked out of them being pretty bad. You know, you see the drives of broken legs and busted up faces and puts a few in a coma and all the fun stuff that the boys does. And I just think this is an interesting comic to read right now with the show coming out. And the show has so many, you know, good reviews that I really hope that it doesn't spoil this completely, but it also follows along. So it gives me something interesting to read while, um, the show's going on. Since it's not coming all, all at once, I just found out. The fuck's up with that? <laughs> I decide when I watch. <laughs> hey, wait, wait, wait. You're not you know that this is no swear September, right? We're not supposed to be swearing. Oh, I don't believe in that. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, this is no swear September. I didn't ah, warn you. You didn't warn me. Yeah, so like, you know, I mean I mean, you can take a stand because there's the you could call it a hoax. I I'm going to take a stand know. because the mood I'm in when it comes to the wrestling stuff when we get later, I don't think I can get to <laughs> that part without swearing. So, well, I'm gonna I'm going to be very I'm going to invent some words. I think. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll try to be good. We'll see how it goes. I'll try. <laughs> no promises. But uh, I'm talking about the yeah. Boys. I did. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Right, because there's only three episodes out today, mm -hmm. right? I'm probably going to... I don't know if I'm going to have time to watch it this weekend either, because there's a lot of... Yeah, it's a holiday weekend. You can slip it in there. Yeah, we'll see if she lets me. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Next. <laughs> I watched, um... I read... I watched. I read, uh... This week I also read uh, Red Border... 
issue number four. Um, writer Jason Starr, um, artist Will Conrad, uh, Ivan Nunes on colors, and Sal Cipriano, um, huge wrestling fan, uh, letterist. Now, if you haven't read Red Border, I guess I could give you a little bit of a backstory on it. It's about this young couple that's trying to escape uh, Juarez from a cartel that's uh, chasing them down. So they cross the border into El Paso and they get rescued by some inbred people. <laughs> um, these inbreeders uh, take them to their house and they find out later on that they have a bunch of stuffed Mexicans and heads on the walls and stuff. And it's very scary and they're eating chimichangas. You find out all about this. Told stuff. you um, I was right about the chimichangas. Yes, yes, <laughs> you were. Um and they and they said which ones tasted better and which ones didn't. That was disgusting. Um, but uh, this issue right here, um, it started off with you know uh, the professor being captive, right? He was he's a professor, yeah, I guess right? So. And um, it, it's just a lot of nonstop action or nonstop action. You know, we thought that the cartel was going to be introduced and that it was going to be. Uh, like some sort of gunfight or something and that's what delivered and it was outstanding I, I i enjoyed it a lot i mean um what i do have questions about is you know that last panel at the end where the professor and his is she even his girlfriend yeah she's his girlfriend but that's about it like they're and not fiance or anything right they're standing there on the border uh-huh. and it, there's the sign that says el paso and there's the sign that says Juarez, yeah. and they just stay in there, and it ends right there. Yeah, it's like a fork in the road, and they have to make a choice where they're going. Yeah. I want to believe they went back to Juarez. I think they might, because, you know, even though you have to deal with that, they're used to dealing with it than a bunch of inbred crazy fucks. Oh, I did it already, <laughs> and then I banged the table. Because I did it. <laughs> yeah. I just caught myself. Uh, there you go. Oh, but yeah, I believe that they go home because I believe that after their whole experience and the, the majority of the cartel is gone, though they're not 100% safe because they could still have repercussions of the surviving cartel members. But I think they'd want to go home. That that's the, yeah, I, th I think so too because you actually know your surroundings. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you know what's safe, what's not and stuff. But it's just an interesting, um, what really interests me about this book was, you know, that it's it's very um, relatable mm. with things. <laughs> I mean, I don't think people are no going to eat people. Right, right. But like the prejudices yeah. and things like that um, is very real. Yeah. So, so that I thought it was interesting in that aspect. I wanted to share something. This book may have gone a little too far for me in the comfort zone and that's not a knock that's not um this team's job to worry about what kind of freaked me out because it's a good book and it's a fictional book mm -hmm. but as someone who's lived around borders the majority of my life the mexican-american border this stuff hit home a little hard and i grew up in town where something like this really happened uh, it happened when I was a kid, so I didn't know it till much later, but it was always a story that was around town. There were some guys in Douglas, Arizona, you can look it up. Their name is the family, and it is the Hannigan family. And they had a ranch near the border of, between the Arizona and Mexico, and some illegals were running through their ranch, uh, four men, and they captured them. They hung them up. They beat them up. They tortured them. They burned their feet. 
and then they sent them running back across the border while shooting at them with um, rock salt. And they, you know, shot him in the back multiple times with rock salt. And it became a major case. It actually went to the Supreme Court and everything. You can look this up. You can Google it. So when our main character, his name's Corey or Cody, or I can't remember his name, the, the, the cowboy guy with the blonde right. hair, starts on his rants. That stuff is very, very believable to me. Now, the eating yeah. people and the taxidermy on human beings, that, that's taking it to the next kind of horror movie level. Obviously, that's more mm -hmm. fiction. But the fact that someone would kind of – and then we're talking about Texas too, which is even crazier than where I live. You know, that there would be a family like that that actually feels it's a tradition to keep doing that. It kind of freaked me out a little bit. And again, that's not a knock on this book whatsoever that's just that that kind of was a little too close to home for me and i kind of i had to do a lot of pausing reading that book like holy shit right this is scary shit and it kind of freaked it's, me it's out straight up it's a it's a a horror book yeah and it, it brought back some horrors in your yeah. life it, it, it was some very you know good horror there's got to be a little element of, of realism in it you know what i mean like yeah. that could happen. And, and trust me, the realism was there for me. And so, yeah, it was a little it, much. That Yeah, that's that's the point. Like if I watch like a scary movie or something, and if it's not believable, I'm not scared. Yeah. But if it's something real, uh -huh. then I'm like, holy crap. And that's where like the hairs on your yeah. neck and your arms start standing up. And I, I can totally see how like you – this could make you feel that way because it's personal. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's, it feels like it's speaking at oh, you. Yeah. And uh, I was like, when I read it, I was like, wow, this is such a adrenaline rush. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, um, it's, it's just like so much like terror mm -hmm. and things like that. And, uh, man. Yeah. And the cartel saves them, but he's not a good guy either. You know what I mean? No, he's a horrible person too. Accident. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's yeah, a lot of, ugh, but good book. You know, again, not a, not knocking this book. I'm just telling you where yeah. I'm coming from on it. You know, like yeah, it, it, it was too close. To <laughs> yeah, <home. laughs> exactly. Oh man. Well, what other book did you? Oh, read? that's right. That was your book. I got <laughs> yeah, into yeah. such a conversation <laughs> that I thought it was my book, and I was waiting for you to introduce your next book. Um, <laughs> I read Chew Number Two. Um, I know you did Chew Number okay. One, but I wanted a chance to talk about Chew since the last time. I love this book. I love, 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 love this book. Uh, we get to meet the whole family, uh, the Chu family. Mm -hmm. And it turns out that our main character has a twin. How cool is that? And now the twin is in danger. And the twins could be no, they couldn't be more different. You have like one twin that's a very practical, straight arrow, volunteers mm -hmm. or works at the old folks home taking care of people. And then you have the other twin that's a total, seems to be a total screw up that gets canned from jobs. They make a joke like there's no way you'd have a job on a Sunday. Um, and is a thief. So our main character, if you remember the first two, got involved in kind of a botched heist where they were going to try to rob a, um, a big mobster. So now since that botched, the mobster has sent a hitman after her. And that's kind of what we get throughout this thing. Is that her trying to, you know, prepare whether she's going to leave town, how she's going to hide out. Also, how she's going to keep this from her brother, who is a cop, a detective. Um, and then we have this whole thing of there's something wrong with the food. The chicken, in particular, is killing people. Yep. So, 
But I love this book. It has that fun cartoony. If you've ever read Chew, uh, the original Chew, C-H-E-W versus C-H-U, there's a lot of fun. There's lots of gags. It's cartoony. I love the faces. I love the expressions. Very colorful. This is my kind of comic book. It's just absurd and it's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I happened to read this issue too. And um, one thing I enjoyed was like, you know, Rob Gilroy is not drawing him. But yet, it still looks like he's drawing. Yep. Um, Dan Bolt Bolt Boltwood is is doing the drawing and the coloring. Yeah, and I'm interested in like the stories between the two sisters because it, it's it was kind of hard to tell them apart, except for one has a different streak of a different color in their hair, mm-hmm. which was interesting. But um, we're finding out that that family has a lot of uh, issues. In it. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. But they're all somehow involved yeah. with food. You have a celebrity chef. Yeah. You have yeah all that stuff. So it's, it's pretty cool. I liked it. Yeah, it it, it is it, it is a pretty or I was going to say a pretty decent book, but it's it's a pretty good book, man. I, I enjoyed it. Um, one book that I enjoy quite a bit is happens to be uh, Bliss. I read issue number two mm-hmm. by um Sean Lewis and art by Caitlin Yarsky, and I believe she does the lettering as well because. Uh, I think that's how how they do it. Um, this book happens to be. I'm just gonna. There's there's a father, um, a good-hearted man, that has to like do things to take care of like a, a deathly his deathly sick child. And the way that he can do it is working for these. I'd say like mobsters in, kind a, in of, a way. Yeah. yeah the, and they they offer him. You know he can do some hits. Um, and then they wipe his they wipe his memory mm-hmm. of the things that happen, uh, so he doesn't like he feels nothing towards the things he does. So basically, he becomes John Wick, because we see in this issue um, he decapitates people. There's some like some uh, crazy imagery. Um, mm-hmm. But what I enjoyed about the book was like the social commentary. Um, you know that people, no matter through the history of the United States. And they mentioned things like Thanksgiving, like people forget what happened to cause that day or what like people went through and they kind of put it behind them or they forget like the suffering that people go through or things like that, like everyday life. But then it has like a second story where the son is pleading the case for his father. Yeah. So we're getting two stories back to, you know, back to back. But at the end, the turtle guy comes in and he starts making it about like um, something, a deeper issue. And I'm like, what the heck is going on here? You yeah. know, I mean, I know that they mentioned it in the beginning of the, I think the first, first page, like the, um, the bliss, what is it called? The, the, yeah, of uh, God of Oblivion. And it goes back to it. Like, they circled around because that's how Sean Lewis is. Like, he he takes you some deep places. Like, we know it with Clan Killers. He did it to us in Thumbs. And if you don't stay up on each book, then you might miss what he's trying to, like, tell us. Because he's a TV writer. You know, that's what he does. He does, like, TVs and movies. He's into that stuff, too. Um but yeah, man, I, I enjoy the book. I enjoy the story. The dad kind of reminds me of like, I know that they mentioned like Asian. Mm-hmm. Is he the Asian in this? I think he is. Because, you know, his face, how he's drawn, I can almost picture Nicolas Cage in a way. Uh, 
Like he he has that look like where he's, you know, where he's having the conversation with his wife on the front porch and she's questioning him like, what's going on? What are you doing? Like that sort of thing. And he just has like this look like he doesn't know what's happening. He looks like a, I guess it's a weird way to describe it, but like a bloodhound. Like his face is sagging down. Yeah. Like he has the, the droopy eye, red eyes. Like he's strung yeah, out, like he's, tired, and just beaten down. Like he's sad. Uh-huh. That that definitely is there. But I'm, I'm wondering like what is happening in this courtroom with... um. You know, they're, they're, all these people are coming after him, but he has no knowledge, right? He obviously was on drugs. He was trying to help his sick son and uh-huh. things, and he was in desperate times. I'm wondering, like, what happened? Like, how did they find out or, you know, how how this came about? And I'm hoping that we get some of that in, excuse me, issue three. Yeah, the son is going to bat for him in court to try to save his life. He's currently locked up under the courtroom mm-hmm. in chains. And all those people, I guess, have had family members murdered by him. And he's pretty cold-blooded. Yeah. Like, he kills that one mom just because she's running for office and she's going to create a problem for that group and their and their drug and for the right. bliss. Because, right, she's trying to take their, she wants to take it off the streets, right, mm-hmm. and make, like, like the, their world a better place. And he just goes in and just whacks her and then... You after that panel, it, you had the um the son or daughter that was talking from another room to their mom, yeah. even say mom, and I was like, oh, dang! And the art is fantastic. Like if you've never seen Caitlin Arsky's art, I I definitely say suggest checking out this book or even Coyotes. It's some of the most beautiful art I've ever seen. Yeah, this book is really, really deep. It might even be too deep for me. <laughs> like I'm not exactly sure. And that's I I'll be honest. That's how I am with a lot of his books that I don't get the point sometimes yeah. until like the next issue or a few issues in or, or when it's over or when the and I'm like over. Ah. <laughs> yeah because he he wraps it around yeah. like thumbs that's how we felt about yeah. thumbs like we're like where is he taking us on this but then like you the story and everything like he he always uses his books to teach you something good stuff definitely yeah um yeah the art is beautiful it's a great looking book um I did get to read that one this week well, my final book is Dead Body Road number three. And right off the bat, the cover is so striking, especially once you read the book and you realize, because a lot of times covers have nothing to do with what's inside of the book. That's very common. Like they just get a cover. But this cover of the the husband standing over the wife and she's on the child's swing is ominous when you learn what happened in the book going in. And this is the woman who's been on the run with um our lead character's um brother and now we found out why and we found out why they're after him and why they're going to kill him and it's pretty gruesome the way it kind of it all goes down in this issue and then our lead character she is such a badass she just she's got this big old sniper rifle and she's taking out people left and right you know yeah. what I mean? uh this book Unlike the other ones, doesn't have a lot of realism in my mind. This is like a crazy action movie. If you've seen any of these crazy action movies where there's some kind of guy who's like a runs a whole little town 
with his evil ways, even has the little local yeah. sheriffs under his thumb. Everybody reports right. to him. It's one of those stories, but it's a really well done version of one of those stories. Yeah. Right. It's it's very much like Roadhouse yeah. or like Walking Tall. Yeah. Like those are like like somebody working at a bar yeah. and the whole town is corrupt. Yeah, the whole thing. Everybody, you know, is willing to tell on you. There's no escaping it. And like I said, it's not a groundbreaking book in the sense of like, oh, this is some new yeah. shit. No, but it's really well done. And who doesn't like a good yeah. action movie now and then? You know, just good action. And that's what this book is. And I'm really enjoying it. Um, Justin Jordan writes it. Uh, mm. Let's see. Benjamin Tizma is the artist. Matt Lopes is the colorist. And Pat Bassard is the literist. Covered by Matteo Scalea and Moreno Denizio. I think it's a great book. Um, I recommend it if you like that kind of movie that Fred just said. Just an action movie. Um, mm -hmm. Set in a small town environment. A lot of um, thugs getting taken care of. There's a lot of red shirts, as you would say in Star Trek, that are just not going to make it. <laughs> They're cannon fodder. Yeah. But uh, good stuff. Yeah, it it definitely is a it's a good book. I I enjoy the art a lot too. Like that's another well drawn book. Um, and it's so fast paced. Like every issue has been quick. Mm -hmm. Like it just gets to the action. Um, yeah, yeah, man. The, like there's two good indie books currently by Justin Jordan. That this is one of them, and another is Reaver. And the, he's doing a great job. Um, I enjoy him writing indie comics. I'm glad that he's not writing DC things as I'm aware of. <laughs> is he wearing? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. Is he wearing DC? <laughs> I don't think so. But again, I'm way behind on my DC reading. So if uh -huh. he's if he's writing something, it's not a major title, right? You know. But there's a lot of stuff out there right now. DC, they've cut a lot of stuff, but they still do have a lot of stuff too. So. Yeah, 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 but um, yeah, his his stuff is good, and I think I think we had a pretty good week of uh, books. Yeah, you yeah, say? and I'm trying to stretch mine out because, long story short, I kind of blew my order, and so my books are going to come at a very <laughs> weird pace this month. It's going to be a strange month for me, so I may I'm going to catch up on some of those piles though, so it'll work out. But we're also going to schedule some interviews. Ah, we're going to talk to some people. Yeah, we have a special guest next week. We don't want to give away who yet. Yeah. But just yeah. in time for our AEW All Out review after the mm -hmm. the great pay-per-view this weekend. Hopefully it's great. And we'll have a special I, guest, I hope man. so, too. Comics and Wrestling yeah. Collide. So you ready to get uh, Joe here? It's time! It's time! Your career is over. You're a jobber. This is the worst town I've ever been in. We're here to get our justice! It doesn't sound like uh, Tamatunga has got super kicked by puberty yet. Elijo Del Nerdo, aka Joey Bagadonut. Do you ever remember um, Mark the Bird Vidrich? No, uh uh. Oh, you never seen him? The pitcher, the guy with the big puffed out hair? Like, look at this guy. <laughs> like, this is. You know what? You look stuff. like a, a playoff baseball player. Yeah, or like Brian Pillman's little brother. Because <laughs> when they're in the playoffs, they don't cut their hair. Like It's like superstitious, so mm -hmm. they're not going to cut the, their hair until the playoffs are over. Yeah. 
And you got all these pictures out there with the like needing to shave, and they have like too long hair. It's all wacky. It's it's this quarantine grow. Quarantine hair, I tell you. Yep. I told him I'll shave the sides so he can look like Killman Jr. (laughs) He's going for the Hobbit look. (laughs) (laughs) With everybody mentioning hobbits around. I know, man. Hey, are you gonna talk? You know, we're talking. This is your show. I don't know. You're like Rob yeah, Van Dam. This is you're the whole effing show. Oh hell no! Like, <laughs> I've, uh, where's the twerker? <laughs> that Katie is the Katie Ford. He's the best part of the show. Mm, oh, okay, yeah. starting off that bad already. All right. <laughs> People already turned us off. Oh man, <laughs> they just deleted it from their podcast. You can do that. Yeah. Oh sweet. Um. Okay. Hey guys. Um, I'm back. I don't know where I went, so it doesn't matter. You didn't go, well, I didn't anywhere. go anywhere. So you went to school for a week. Yeah, whatever. You went to your room to um, go to school. Look at that. It's like a double punishment. <laughs> go to your room and go to school. <laughs> <sighs> um, I guess we could just hop right into it. We got a uh, the powdered strawberry jelly donut with um. <clears throat> Is Ring of Honor still a premium promotion? Well, that's interesting. What do you think? Do, do you, you think know what that means? I mean, like a would you consider it a big promotion? Okay. What do you think? I think so. I mean, they're not doing anything. Oh, well, I mean, they are going to, but like but over the break, like, I still are they like New Japan level? Where where would you put them? I'd say they're on the same level with Impact. Ooh, I wouldn't. But okay. I think they got a better men's division and better tag division. Well, that's yeah. I but think... they just don't have the women's division. <laughs> That's it. So you're saying that their women's division is better than the whole entire Ring of Honor show? Well, okay. I thought of this as, you know, our rankings came out last week. You know, yeah. we did our rankings. And, and we were going to make ROH one of the promotions we were going to rank. And I started thinking, eventually. you know, ROH doesn't really even have a TV show. ROH is basically the same as GCW, Glory Bound. Anyone you want to talk about, they have a little commercial that shows up different times on syndicated TV. But to actually watch ROH, you have to subscribe, just like you do for those other promotions I just told you. So are they a premium service if they're not really available on TV like Impact is? Like I would put MLW above them, for example. They have a TV package and they have an international TV package. And I don't know. I just feel like they're more relevant right now. That's just my opinion. It's not just about, yes, they have talent, but so does GCW. So does all those other ones we talk about. Um, they're like New Japan, in essence. You you have to subscribe to watch them. Right. But here's the question is, are you willing to pay the nine ninety nine like you are to pay for New Japan? Mm-hmm. At least with New Japan, you know what you're going to get. Well, I'll challenge you. Would you rather pay for ROH or would you rather keep paying for that ITV that you guys pay for? Because they're about the same price. Can't, can't we get most of the shows on Fight, too? No, you I get that little highlight thing. I don't think thing. They're, doing the, they're doing the highlight thing. You're not watching Like that, that whole, what is that, that tournament they're doing? You have to watch that yeah. on their app, on Honor Club. Um, That's only available on Honor Club. So it's not like their normal TV show where they used to put it on there for free on Fight? Their normal TV show is turned into where they put a little piece of the match on. 
yeah. and they highlight. Yeah, but that's because they had to take a time off. No, that was before that. Yeah, they, they were, were doing, doing that, that before. Yeah, that was a because their new that. model is the new Japan. Wait, model. that was before Marty took over, though. What's that? That was before Marty took Marty's over. Gone Marty's now. gone now. I mean, I know this because I was excited for that yeah. new tournament, oh. and then I saw the commercial. What's the the girl with the glasses? Quinn. She said it. She said yeah, in her quit. thing, like, okay, and you can watch it all on Honor Club. And I'm like, Honor Club? <laughs> I'm not paying for so it. So they said that all the matches are going to be on yeah, there. Yeah, they basically said you're going to see little pieces and highlights on the regular show. It's a, you know what? That's exactly what NWA is doing, too. Yes, exactly. They they signed that deal with that USA promotion that did, like, the Hollywood, the California, mm-hmm. and the Arizona show. And they called it something different. It's called something primetime, right? Mm-hmm. And they're going to do it weekly where you have to pay. I'd rather watch I think you have to pay NWA. 15 bucks for that weekly for NWA. And I'm not paying 15 for NWA. See, that's the model now. I don't, I don't begrudge them because that's the model to do that. It's a very successful model. That's how you want to watch RevPro. That's how you want to watch mm-hmm. NXT UK. You have to have the service. Um, there's so many. That is the model. True. But because of that, does our weight slip down? Because they are not a relevant TV program. I mean, I would like to... I'd rather have the ROH thing than the network for WWE. Okay. Because it's like the same thing. They have all the great past matches and stuff. Yeah. I I think that would be... I mean, you can make that same I mean, argument for the it's Impact. It's to you, but... Um, app, too. Right. Um. So I look at MLW, who instead are have all the whole show on YouTube, the whole show on Fight, and the whole show shows up on. I don't necessarily have that channel, but a lot of people do have BN Sports, and BN Sports is in well, South and America, they, and I, I think they might have changed that though, because then they sign with that app mm-hmm. that they're on that that Dzan. Whatever it's yeah, called. so they're available in other countries. Is it Europe? I think that's what that was for, or is it? Just... I'm not sure. Anyway, they're just um, they seem to be in a better place and easier for people to find them and watch. Where ROH now is slowly becoming, you have to pay for it, right? And so uh, I mean, Ring of Honor is a bigger name. Like people right. know what Ring of Honor yeah. is, but, but they don't necessarily know how to watch it. Okay. I would say maybe. But to answer Andrew's question, when he asked me, would I rather pay for ROH or indie right. wrestling TV? I would rather pay for indie wrestling TV because there's more variety. Mm-hmm. But I think I might get ROH for a month yeah. <laughs> to see how well it's produced. Right. And if it's not good, then I might say screw They're doing a two-week you... free trial. I saw that. Okay, so you can get two weeks. So, so next week is when the tournament starts. So, get it next week and try it out for two weeks and decide. Yeah, that's a smart way to do it. I mean, I'm sure it's good, but it's one of those things. How many promotions? If you're paying for four or five promotions, I I guarantee you're not watching it enough to make it worth it. There's only so much time in the day. (laughs) Right, and that's that's the thing. Like with the indie wrestling thing, we don't catch every streaming pay-per-view and stuff like they have like death matches they have black label pro they have beyond wrestling Mm -hmm. they have gcw sometimes does like shows they have even smaller promotions and then they also bring up like the past gcw shows that people haven't watched Mm -hmm. you know that might have been like i think like the um 
What? I think you can watch it. We've never watched the past shows on Right, but they're like three or four months behind, so you can catch up. Like it Almost like you used to have to, mm-hmm. when you had to rent VCR tapes yeah. of... Uh, old pay-per-views that you you could you didn't like, you didn't get yeah that's yeah that was the struggle we had yeah we just don't watch it and we miss it i would i think if i were going to pick something right now i might pick the it the independent wrestling channel as well over um roh i think beyond alone might be more interesting to me than ROH. Right, because you could go back in the archives and watch all these, you know, the matches like of current AEW mm-hmm. stars and things like that. And once things pick up in the Massachusetts area, because that's where they do most of their shows, mm-hmm. is like New York, Massachusetts, um, then you have the opportunity that at one point they were doing a weekly show. Mm-hmm. And that's nine bucks. That's worth nine bucks right there. Mm-hmm. I would pay nine bucks a month just for that. For Ring of Honor's new weekly show? No, for Beyond. Beyond. Oh, Beyond? Yeah. Just for oh, that. because they have a weekly show? They used to before the pandemic. this whole virus thing oh. hit. So I just think and there's then, so like, many options. And now ROH is just an option. Where yeah. before it was a, a TV show. Yeah. yeah. Wait, real quick before we move on to the next one. Um, you guys are paying for the same thing, except he's not paying for IWTV and you're not paying for stardom? Is that what it is? I think that's it. Guys... We both have New Japan. Do you New still Japan have the network? network? Right? Yeah, that's it. Because yeah. I don't have... I've canceled... I canceled Rev Pro a while back. Um, for a while, I was doing AAW because I got a free trial. And then I stuck with it through the um, Corona lockdown because I watched a bunch of old stuff. They had a lot of Defy and different things like that. It was fun. But I canceled that. And for a while, I had this... Other, I had Rise. Mm. But I don't have that anymore either. So mm-hmm. I try things. I try things, and if their catalog is good, then I keep it. Like, so Stardom, their yeah. catalog is huge. So I can't, there's no way I'm going to watch that whole catalog. It's, so it's worth keeping. Well, that's, keep, I go back and watch it. That's the same thing with the indie wrestling TV. There's like, what, 60 promotions on there? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I bet if you looked hard enough, you could find some like, like good stuff. They in have it. some crazy stuff like hardcore Mexican <laughs> wrestling. Yeah. Like yeah. that's behind like some bar in Mexico that's outside, and <laughs> I think it's a church because they have like wooden crosses everywhere. And I'm like, what the heck is going on here? And so it's a lot are... of like random stuff that you would have never watched. But yeah, but it there's... it opens your eyes to like right. different, different types. Of... So what I'm looking for is new episodes. At least every week, hopefully. Every other week isn't too bad. And then a nice back catalog to make it worth it. And that, to me, is worth for, for anything. And that makes it worth about 9 bucks. Well, this weekend, though, if you check out, like, I think you get a free week of indie wrestling. Mm-hmm. Black Label Pro has a pay-per-view this weekend. And, and that's probably the best indie show I've seen, like, so far. And like the, Black Label and Beyond have women versus women, don't they? Which is a uh, big yes. selling point some, for me. Some of them. S- sometimes. Some, well, I know Black Label did, but Beyond eventually or sometimes they do. Because I've seen, I seen, I seen the card for um, Black Label Pro. There's two women on that show, mm. but they're not against each oh, other. Okay. Well, still, it's a chance. I might check it out. But it's like it's Kylie Ray is in like a tag team match with another dude. And then there's like another girl. I think it's the 16 year old girl with the blue hair mm. 
versus somebody Why don't you else. Point at me? Because you have a crush on her or something. No, I don't. I don't. Yeah, you, you like... Um, what is the uh the uh what was I gonna say? Oh, even though like you said you found the card. I thought I found the entire card, but there were a couple matches I didn't see on there that showed up on the show. What are you talking about? Like, cause the one when I pulled up the black label um thing with the whole card, I thought it was the whole card. It was like sixteen to something matches, but there were a couple that I was missing. So oh, they add stuff. It's indies. Things change. It's hard to keep a card straight on an indie show. Yeah, shit changes. Yeah. All right. Well, um, we got the glazed donut with um. <clears throat> Was Thunder Rosa versus Selena Deeb? Serena. Serena. Sorry, looked like an. So that one with some respect. Serena Deeb. <laughs> the the women's match. The <clears throat> you missed best. The best women's match in a in the history of AEW. Yes. Well, yes, but. Uh, Is it? Yeah. Okay, so if it's yeah. not the he best match, yeah. you got to tell me what was better. What was the second best match then? I can't remember it very well, <laughs> but I'm guessing that. Riho versus Sakura no. was good. Was that good? Because I don't no. remember. I think it sounds second, good. But I think the second best match I seen was probably B Priestley versus Britt Baker early. On. That tag team one they did where she knocked her out and gave her a concussion. Actually, yeah, that one. Okay, I'll change it to that. Yeah, that one was probably the better one. Like it was the fatal, like the the tag teams. Uh, what yeah. about Britt Baker versus Sheeta? Where she gave her the bloody nose. No, no, because that, was, that, that wasn't, wasn't planned. That was a botch, like a lot of Rich Baker <laughs> stuff. Um, <laughs> God, my second best, maybe Riho Nyla, where Riho won the title. I think that that one was okay. Like, yeah, but the bar is low. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, it was okay. That Thunder Rosa was a good AEW. Serena was amazing. That was yeah. You know. I didn't realize that Serena was one of the women that was let go by NXT. She was a coach for the women at NXT. She worked right under or right next to um, Sarah D'Amato, who who coaches the women in NXT. So not only is she a good wrestler still and can still go in the ring, she's a wrestling coach. And if AEW does not sign her, they are the dumbest promotion in the history of promotions well all right so if they when and if they do sign her i mean i don't know if they're gonna push her like they don't even have to use her as a wrestler but if they do i don't even know if they have to push her she could be their Dolph Ziggler and put everybody over and give them good matches because she can wrestle and she'll be training them so it would be like just wrestling with your trainer it makes makes sense total sense they need a female we've talked about it a lot on the show that they need, like Impact has Gail Kim, you know, and and NXT has Sarah D'Amato. They need a female influence to help them. And Ring of Honor has <laughs> the allure. Yeah, the allure. And <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's what has to happen. I think that they bring her in. She made Thunder Rosa look a hundred times better than yeah. Thunder Rosa would have. I mean, she gave her a good match. I was like. So is she going to squash her? And the dad was like, that's the chick that was in the CM Punk thing. I was like, oh, and she was in the Mae Young thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's good. But I didn't know that she was going to give her a good match. I thought she was just going to squash her. But no, it was, it was brilliant. It was a good match. You said this, the 
It's called the Straight Edge. Yeah, yeah the Straight Edge Society thing. Yeah. yeah. Her, Luke Gallows, and CM Punk. You have yeah, one chance have in it. to show all those casual fans what the big deal about Thunder Rosa is. One chance. They did not screw this up. They went out and got her an opponent that made her look badass. You could not walk away from that and not think, oh, shit, Sheeta could lose. You know what I mean? Did you, uh, uh, and did you, didn't you say that she might be Thunder Rosa's trainer or something? Did you say that? I was wondering if she does work with her and train her because, um. Could be. I I don't know. She's been out of work. She has to do something. Yeah. She's a yoga instructor, too. She's. Yeah, they said got that, that DDB thing going on. But uh, according to them, she would be way too old because I think she's 34. <laughs> Dude, she she tears up. She looks better. She's in super shape. She's yeah. She looked great. I mean, she looked fast. She looked crisp. She did wrestling moves. Uh, yeah, wrestling <laughs> moves? She didn't do just cartwheels and botch yeah. things? She, I mean, they were wrestling. Oh, it was just amazing. Um was that a suplex? <gasps> oh my god! They was... as soon as they locked up, I was like, "Haven't seen that in a while." <laughs> yeah. Wow, yeah. this or, might be good. What are you becoming, Jim Cornette? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, like, I, I get it. Seen that I'm with you. It's been disappointing. So cool. <laughs> um, we got the maple donut with. Um, would you watch Impact if they suddenly lost their women's division? Let's start off with Andrew because. You know, I, know. I don't know how we start. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. It, it is what sells me. I mean, I do. I'm getting some of the people are starting to grow on me. Some of the the men in the division, they're they're doing some interesting things, and the infusion of WWE talent has helped. But I'm there for the women's. They they actually tell stories. You know, you have that silly like black tie thing that she did, but then you have. Jordan Grace come out and kind of start some shit. And then Kylie Ray shows up and kind of starts some shit. And then Tennille Dashwood shows up and starts some shit. It's like, now that's how you do storytelling. No one else is really doing yeah. that. Because you don't they, just send the whole roster in there and start a battle royal because in the they set up, show. They set up like four, like three or four stories yeah. just in that event. Yeah. You have all kinds of like who's sure. challenging for the title. I don't know who gets the real shot next kind of scenarios. I think it's, I think it's a Kylie... But they teach, I mean, even Kimberly has been put into that position, too. Like, you don't know if she's going to get a shot. Like, mm-hmm. um, I'm and Ty Valkyrie's I, not going to sit back and just watch all this stuff. I definitely wouldn't. Um, I probably wouldn't watch. I mean, I watch because of the women's uh, wrestling there. I mean, they are starting to get better tag team matches i'll give them that mm-hmm. um i wish that they did like more x division stuff though yeah because that used to be like their thing yeah yeah that's true um no but it's free so yeah. i mean i maybe well, i mean i probably wouldn't be like woo maybe, impact maybe, but i mean let, i might just watch it like i watch NXT. just tell the truth you watch wrestling 24 7 i do Every day. Watch a lot of matches today. We have to tell you to turn it off. I'm like, Joe, we're talking about this stuff in two hours. I don't want to see it right now. <laughs> and then what do I do? Turn it back. Go in my room, sit on my phone, and or then watch wrestling or then videos. Like, Dead. if you had to rank 
this person, this person, this person. How would you rank it? I'm like, I never I say don't, that. I don't want to talk about it right <laughs> now. No, that's what you did. Like, you did. The, you I mean, did. I ask you. Uh, You're like, I got to. He literally said this today. To this is no joke. All right. He said, I'm, I'm watching. He was watching Andre. Andre. Uh, what, what is it? Andrade. Andrade. Yeah. Versus uh, Johnny Gargano. One of and the he best like, matches in WWE. And then he watched Bret Hart versus Mr. Perfect. That's true. And I'm like, and he was like, so I'm watching these matches because I have to learn how to fall correctly. <laughs> I didn't say because that. Because I got to make it look like I got knocked out. Oh, I didn't say so that about So say that matches. for next week when Oscar's on and asking yeah. how to sell. No, that I makes think, sense. I think, I, I think I got him already a master. Okay. You know, it's not <laughs> just, that it's bad impact. It's just there's so much wrestling. Oh, yeah. So you can topic. only yeah. watch so much in a day, a night, a week. So if a show's not hitting, why stay with it? You know, that's kind of... I mean, MLW's about to come back. So where am I going to fit that into the mix? Um, so watch it you have to get me a, come a, a reason to make me tune in every week. And that women's division yeah. and Wrestle House are the reasons that I tune in. That's over. Yeah, I hope it comes back in some form. Because it was good. <laughs> <laughs> they just send the, the X division there because why not bring that back? Wait, um, you said it's over? Yeah, it's over. It's no more? Yeah, they had the finale. They they Remember they teleported? Yeah, Bravo asked um, Rosemary to marry him, and they all came home. Oh. Oh, yeah, remember? Where they all showed up in the ring all of a sudden? Yeah. I was probably tweeting. <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's done, unfortunately. So, oh, well. All right, well, we got the Red Velvet Donut with, <clears throat> is it finally Balor time? Mm-hmm. I mean... I mean, he's been champion before. But why can't Adam Cole get the title? Why Why do you say that it's Balor time and not time for Adam Cole again? Because Adam Cole had the job out and put over Pat McAfee. Yeah, you're wearing a Colts hat okay. in um, <laughs> um, honor of Pat McAfee today. Isn't he, wasn't he a Colts kicker? A uh, punter, uh, yeah. Worse. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, but... um. I'm going to say that it, it's definitely Balor time because I want to see Finn Balor take the title. Mm-hmm. Adam Cole probably has other plans. And I'd like to see uh, Balor put over Santos Escobar for the title eventually. Mm, nice. Mm, that's nice. I think that, that, that uh, this is the best NXT show I've seen in a while. I mean, it was only one match. But... Are you kidding me? It was amazing. See, that just shows how different somebody takes something in, right? <laughs> For me, it was too long. It was too long. Yeah. I like it. I thought it I'm was more great. excited about the match that's coming up next. The Balor Cole with two guys. Four guys is when hard pinned, to like really keep track of. When when he so pinned good. them at that last second to get the second pin, they were just pushing that to force you to watch next week, and that was basically like. Vince McMahon just Montreal screwdrived us. I never said that I liked the ending. I said I liked the match. Episode title. I mean, the and, Montreal screwdrive. And they they <laughs> they uh they made me think that either Gargano or Ciampa was going to get another pin in, but then Adam Cole who did nothing during the match. I thought it was going to be Ciampa. I really did thought that was his to lose. Um I was surprised he's not one of the two. But I guess it makes sense. But god, if they go back to Cole then it has to be pointless. O'Reilly, like you're saying. That's the only way I see it. That's the only good reason to go back to I'd like to, to say Cole. O'Reilly versus Finn Balor, too. But, I mean, that wouldn't set up O'Reilly to get no, there. No, it doesn't. 
And whoever gets it is transition anyway till they figure out who they're going to put it on. True. Yeah. But then they said uh, the only other people who have been two-time champs were Shinsuke and Samoa Joe. Join them uh, for the best. That would be the worst like, if they brought Shinsuke or Samoa Joe down. I could see them bringing Shinsuke. Well, I'm saying that like if whoever wins this match becomes a two-time yeah. champion. <laughs> um, but uh, is it Balor time? No, it's hammer time. Is it hammer? What? That MLW's not back yet. I'm not talking about Alexander Hammerstone. I'm talking about MC Are hammer. you talking about Andrew's uh, faction? Oh. The, the guys who get hammered? What? Remember? That's what he named them? Oh, yeah. Is that what? Remember that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I forgot all about that. Yeah, yeah. I was old. thinking of MC Hammer. Can't touch this. Okay, well. Um, we're going to touch the sprinkle donut with was Ooh, dynamite and effective go home episode. Is was dynamite and effective go home episode? Well, seeing Andrew always starts, let's start with uh, you. No. <laughs> okay, that was fun. Our next donut. Um, <laughs> uh, so, why not? Why not? Yeah, why not? I mean, I don't think uh, so either, how did but the, why not? Okay, you're going into a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Did what they showed you on TV said, I'm going to spend 50 bucks? I have, mind you, I've yet to give my 50 bucks for it right now. So that um, match was garbage. So I'm not in a rush to do it because, yeah. because of the dumb. product that they gave. But with that being said. They always deliver on their pay-per-views. They always deliver on their pay-per-views. That's true. What is what was the first match? The first match was probably the best match. Are you kidding FTR me? The best match of the night versus, was who did FTR fight? No, oh wait, was that the what, first match? No, match? no, but first match was Santana Ortiz and the oh, best okay. match. The, the highlight, the highlight of the whole show was Thunder Rosa versus. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Too. that Serena, yeah, two people that don't even work for that promotion was the best match. Yeah. Okay, so that was the best match. They carried the whole second hour. Well, the last. To, well, I mean the Moxley the, versus a fake lawyer. Yeah, that, that was dumb. That's, I hated that's that. WWE that was stuff. WWE yeah. shit. and um, the it's battle royal thing September, was September. Andrew, I can't swear. Um, <laughs> the the um the battle We're royal have thing to get was a stupid. swear jar. <laughs> I can't do a it. A virtual. Swear Did you think jar. that was a good way to set up the battle royal? No, oh, it was too much. It this? didn't make sense. No, it just I didn't think it made that was. Go ahead. Well, I didn't say it. No, Andrew was. I just didn't like it at all. It just was kind of chaotic, and you can't do promos with other people and Jake. He doesn't know how to like wait his turn and shut up when it's. Hey, that's funny because Eddie Kingston called him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He was like, "No one wants to hear you just keep talking or something like that." And I was like, "Hell no!" Does that count as a swear word? Hell. I don't, I don't it's a, it's so. actually a city. Did your dad tell you that I picked Eddie Kingston to win that battle royal? Did yep, you? that's my yes. pick. Wait, was it? Don't we have our picks on the website? Yes, we do. Yeah. Have you not been? Have you there? visited it? No, I. The only thing I've seen on there was, Indy Alley ratings August. Yeah, well, you gotta go. It's yeah, like website. It. it gets updated. Yeah. You know, like your it like your favorite dirt sheets. There. There's a couple more things on there. Yes. I'm looking forward to stuff and wrestling stuff. I'll probably look at the website before I listen to our podcast. (laughs) I haven't listened to last week's podcast. Why would you even listen to yourself? I 
Because when I run out of podcasts, this is the last resort. Wow. Cut, <laughs> cut Joe's life into pieces. This is his last resort. Uh, Dirt, suffocation. Yeah, I, okay. No breathing. Stop. Don't give up. Yeah, okay. let's move yeah, on from myself. that horrible AEW show. You don't like, oh, I thought scene. you were going to say Papa Roach. You're not a no, big Papa Roach, Papa fan. Roach fan. Okay. I think you guys are old. A Boston cream donut, and uh, there was some title changes in Impact and NJPW. Period. Okay, so what's that stand for, Charlie? You New Japan Pro Wrestling. There was some title well, changes, and we we made some predictions. You didn't. And you watch were it. right. I did about a couple. I'm of always them. right. I'm always right, okay. except for the last match. You were right about. But that doesn't count. Um, the um, junior heavyweight, and I think you were yeah, right about the, the never open. Uh, did I? Give, oh yeah, because you guys voted for Shingo. I think so I, I might have voted for Ishii, but you were right too. It was Minoru Suzuki, the old guy. Yeah, Murder Grandpa. Oh yeah, that's right. That's Grandpa. right. I'm mixing up my wrestlers, but yeah. yeah. Did you guys see Naito winning though? Uh, did, no. Yeah, I didn't vote for him, but I was thinking about it. But then I had to go with the all heel thing, so. It's not my fault that he won. I think, I think that he won to set up a third. Mm. Like they're going to get a trilogy maybe out of this? Possibly. What do you mean? I thought he might be clearing the way for Kenta. Like they, they, like, they are the coming US back team. soon. And Kenta was the real Bullet Club plan, possibly. So you think Kenta's going to hold all three belts? Oh, yeah. that would be nice. But he's a Noah guy. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I think so. He's gonna if, hold. If Kento holds all three belts, that has to be a record. Wow. That is because they said that two belts was a record. And then who's he take on Suzuki Okada. and try to win that? One? No, he has to take on uh, Okada. Oh yeah, they're gonna give it to Okada, but mm-hmm. he has to take out the never open weight title too. Yeah. I think that they they need four. to build someone new, and I think Kento's the new. I yeah. think he's the perfect heel, though. Yeah. He's a better heel than Jay White. Like I see. Oh, great. Like, Here I, we go. Okay, I'm not a big Jay White guy. That's the purpose. But the Kenta, point. I enjoy his. I enjoy his heel work. You're like, not supposed where, to enjoy the heels. Yeah, no, I do. <laughs> I like that stuff. I'm a sucker for that stuff. To That's why dudes, Jay White's the best he's heel because you don't you like in him. Your nuts and pin you. Heck yeah! Like when Yano did that to Okada, I'm like, I popped yeah. because I was like, "That's awesome." Because I did, no one, like the two other guys in the ring were like oh, yeah, some so, of the most talented wrestlers in that company. And he pinned And Toro Okada. Yano is the king of pro wrestling of 2020. Yeah, he, <laughs> Yano is the king of pro wrestling. So yeah. was Hiromo losing a way to keep Bullet Club still relevant? So we're taking, no, we're taking the other belts off Bullet Club, but we'll put the junior heavyweight title on a Bullet Club member. Yeah, but Taiji's better, so he would have won anyways. <sighs> I don't think so, buddy, but okay. All right, all right. Now, uh, on the impact, Eric Young, oh, yeah. I didn't expect oh, that yeah. on TV. Not with a pay-per-view coming. coming I did not expect that on TV at all. I popped. I Like, that keeps me wanting to watch their program on TV because you never know that's... <laughs> That's two weeks in a row that there's been a title change. What was that one like? Oh, that was Rohit. Yeah. So do you the, did they listen to your question? Because you had a question about title changing yeah. on oh, TV. I, and bam, all of a sudden. Yeah. You, and Andrew said no heavyweight title changes. Oh, they don't listen they to me. They listen to him. That, 
<laughs> There's like all of them. Change it all. They're obviously listening. I mean, even Diana Perazzo sent an autograph picture signed to me, right? <laughs> Is that not You fact? probably bought it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it it arrived. It did. I didn't ask her to personalize it to me. Yeah, you did. No, I actually didn't. You put your name on there. You were like, write this on there. No, Please I didn't. and thank you. No. <laughs> she was like, to dad by God. She didn't write that. <laughs> <sighs> What's your last donut? That was it. Oh, that was it? That's all. All right. Well, yeah. I'm going to bring some coffee this week because oh, before we before we came online, holy smokes, we find out the WWE is not going to let their their people go on Twitch, go on TikTok, go on YouTube, none of that anymore. And supposedly now they don't just own their ring name, they own their real name, Vince McMahon says. That's a hot pile what, of garbage. Wait, what does that even mean? What does that mean? That so, in other words, really? you have all these wrestlers like going by their real name on their um, social media, so that they can kind of do what um, Matt Cardona and um, I can and Brian um, Myers. Yeah, they can what they're Brian, doing, yeah. and no, so they're trying to say that they have to get rid of them in the next thirty days, and they can't do that anymore. So, like, I know. Uh, Peyton Royce has one, and she does. She calls herself Cassie, whatever her real name is. Um, Liv Morgan has one. There's a bunch of Twitches. There's Selena. Uh, I saw Paige just changed hers to Soraya Knight today, so it's not Paige anymore. Her um, Twitch page, and she's kind of like, nope, Wait, come after what me. What would happen if? What would happen if they're they, going to get fined and possibly fired? She works for them. Yeah, she still works for them. Oh, that's sad. So. Well. All those guys, I think that's dumb. I just think... Why can't you just be okay with their merch? Okay. <laughs> this is... If you say, like, you can't offer them insurance because they're... Independent contractors. Con- they're, they're independent what? contractors. Yes, independent contractors. If you, you can't offer them that, then how can you control their likeness? Because that's who they are. Yeah, I think that's dumb because you said that or mom or you said that now they own John Cena's name so every time he's in a movie they get money oh, yeah. for it they get a little piece they do that with The Rock too he tries to go by Dwayne Johnson but they still get a little piece it was something in his contract um, Stone Cold all of them I, it, you're right That that I think about that because to go to what we do at the first half of the show with comic books that's why the artist in particular that's why they go to cons they go to cons to sell commissions and sign prints and all that stuff to make that extra because money it, to pay for things like insurance. Yes. You know, and that's kind of what these guys are doing. They're creating, especially there's no wrestling conventions either because of the coronavirus. So they're trying to drum up revenue through Twitch, through YouTube shows, through podcasts, through all that stuff. And for WWE to just come in and slam it down, it's, it's just hot garbage. And for people to say that, no, oh, well, they're a big corporation. They want to control. AEW is a big promotion too, money-wise. Jericho has a podcast. Sammy has a vlog. Um, even after he got in trouble, he still has a vlog. Um, let's see who else. You got the BTE stuff. You just, to take that all away from these guys, I think is garbage. It just totally is not fair. You know? Yeah, that's the, that's the point that I made to you, like, 
you know, WWE signs these people to long-term contracts. And the point that I made to Andrew in a um, message we had is, you know, I think this is the reason why AEW signs people to short-term deals. Like Matt Cardona supposedly signed for five appearances. Mm -hmm. But he did not say that he wasn't going to do more. He just wants to keep his options open as well as AEW wants to because they don't want to get stuck either way. If something grows stagnant, you can move on. And it, it could be a mutual thing. And I think that's why they do it that way. They do it that way with the with a friendly relationship. You can come back if you ever want to or something. Like an indie I, show. That is the thing. Yeah. AEW runs it like an indie promotion. You know. I mean, of, of course, they're going to lock up the people like the Jerichos and the Young Bucks and stuff because they do like mm-hmm. behind-the-scenes stuff, and they'll give them more long-term deals. But if you're a guy like, say, Sammy or something, I'm sure he's on a, a short-term deal and it's on his own, like what he wants to do. Or John Moxley, because you know he's going to go to Japan and do things there. Mm-hmm. So you keep it open to them so they can move around. And that way you still have a working relationship. Yep. You have the, you have the ability to move. You, have, you control your merch. Sammy creates his own merch on his show and sells his own merch. AEW probably gets a small percentage because they give him a big that platform. But... Sammy controls what he decides to do. I'm sure there's every once in a while he might do something on his blog that someone might say, ah, don't do that. But for the most part, right, they're, they're the, allowed to do whatever they want. Right. They're they're actually designing their shirts, unlike <clears throat> WWE, where they have creative designing things and stuff. And they come up with their characters, unlike creative telling them what to do. Like they the smile shirt things. for ACH. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what happens when uh, they, like, when CM Punk was there, he copyrighted the name CM Punk. What happens when they do that? Like, CM Punk doesn't do work for WWE. He right, works for Fox. I know Fox. right now he works for Fox, but when he worked in WWE, the name CM Punk was copyrighted by him, so he owned the name. Yeah, right? he, he trademarked it, right, so that so, way if he left, he can continue to use it. But can he, if seeing that he worked there before, or if he worked there... Like if he ended up ever signing there again, probably, I know, like, probably not. Won't His deal's probably different, but that's a very unique case. But so, like, how about look um, at Austin Creed? EC3? He has his up, up, down show. Yeah, he's yeah, trying yeah, really hard was... today on Twitter to get signed to be on G Four. They're they're starting a new G Four television network, and he wants to be on it. Can he be Austin Creed on there? Does WWE get a piece of that, of what money he makes if he's on? G4, which is not with his real name, part of WWE. I mean, these are the things that are it's going to open all kinds contract. of crap. He's under contract as Austin Creed, correct? Right? Because you sign your real name on there. Right? But like guys like Ricochet and EC3, I know that they copyrighted their names before they went in there mm. and they use the names, which WWE doesn't like when they come in with already used characters. Oh, but maybe that's why they don't get pushed. That could explain. But something. do they use? Um, but do they get to keep those names, or do they yeah, when they it, come out? You just said that they're trademarks, so yeah, right. they keep those names. That's but those are those na- their names. They own does, the rights to that name. So, so you're saying my understanding? If I, I mean, there, there's no way they can keep that name after the contract ends. Not their real names, but then you never know. Cody Rhodes. Um, <laughs> yeah, his Cody. name is just Cody now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They probably. Because his ex, his last name isn't Rhodes, yeah. it's Runnels. Mm-hmm. 
So you just, I don't know. I, I really don't know. It, it, but I think it's not cool. I think if I were a wrestler right now, you know what it would tell me? I'm not going to be creative. Why the hell should I be creative? You're just going to take it from me. I mean, I guess if you're like someone who drinks the Kool-Aid like Seth Rollins, you're still going to give them ideas and give because you are not worried you're going to get cut. But if I were like anyone else, I'd be like, I'd be scared to give them my ideas. Like if you're like a... Um, Even if you're as high as a baller. Yeah. You know? I you're think like, he's trying to write out his contract. No. Who? Balor. Finn. Finn Balor? Yeah. Hopefully go to Japan or something. Yeah. I need to see him back in Japan. It's just... Or anywhere, honestly. It's not cool. I mean, look at Anderson and Gallows. They've been gone for how long and their podcast has blown up and they're... That's what it, why it's happening because Vince is watching all these guys leave and he thought they would suffer. And they're blowing up. Not not necessarily because they're in a promotion. They're blowing up because of all their side projects. Yeah. You know, Cardona and then their yeah. their podcast is doing just fine. Thank you very much. It, which which is great because what they're learning is kind of like um what Will Smith and LL Cool J learned when they were rappers mm -hmm. and then they started acting and doing other things to like, you know, promote their brands and then they get clothing and things like that. Would it, their and record that's... label get money for their names in the movies or something? No. no. Oh, well then what are you because talking about? Because the, the, that's them. Yep. So that's like the independent thing. You just keep building your brand. Yep. Like all these powerhouses like that through rap and stuff like P Diddy. Sean Puffy Combs, he yeah. creates like his own alcohol line, his own clothing yeah. line, his own record label. He just keeps building it. Jay-Z's done it. You have to adapt and spread your brand so that way you don't grow stagnant in something. And that's what these wrestlers are understanding that you branch out and do things. You do like Seamus is doing this workout thing. Does that end Seamus' Celtic workout stuff? Probably. That sucks because that's a great program. Yeah. Hopefully they don't have to delete them because I was trying to find out how yeah. Tony Nese gets his abs. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's it's just depressing. And then you have AEW, you got the Bucks writing their own book. Yeah, like I said, all, just all kinds of stuff. You have JR with his book. And you should, I mean, and you should be able to do that stuff. Yeah, JR I mean, put his book over when he started talking about the yeah, he does. thing. And his barbecue sauce. So what? It's kind of like cool. I think it's you know, yeah. Uh, that's the I world mean, we live in. Yeah, it's it's like here on the podcast. Andrew wants to do his marking out stuff. Go ahead. No, <laughs> no one's holding him. Not back. that I've done one in a while, but yeah. <laughs> Come on, Andrew. I'm waiting on. That. I know. I've been slacking. Been building a website, buddy. It's okay. <laughs> I haven't listened to him yet, so yeah. I can listen to oh, him. Oh, well, no, <laughs> just did that. I will eventually. All right, well. I mean, no, I I hijacked your coffee with my big coffee now. Go ahead. I know you probably have some coffee. Just hit the highlights. Don't be too long. No, what don't. are the shows that we need to watch this week? Weekend. Oh, great. I, yeah, well, do you add any? Cause you said there's a black label show. You There's a black label show. The, I didn't do it. The, we didn't uh, okay. uh, prepare Well, there's a black this, label show. There's a new... Okay, good. There's a Rev Pro Rev show. Pro. And the, There's a GCW show. Oh, okay. Very cool. I didn't do it because last week he told me not to, so I haven't done it. No, tell the truth. You didn't wake up to two because you felt like it was summer again. Yeah. But you said, you said, uh, 
last week that it took up too much time. So well, because you're not snappy. You don't just hit them. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah, you're like, you just... I like to read the entire card. No, no. We don't <laughs> have time for that. And conversate <laughs> about each wrestler's past. Oh, All right. Now you can say goodnight. <laughs> uh, goodnight, guys. Time to grab the light beers. Or good morning or whatever. Or go watch football or something. Football? Oh, that's not out. The way is that out yet? No. Go watch some basketball. I'm gonna hit the pie window, I'm gonna get my lock bears on that light And then I'm gonna get me some gold. It's about time, old master get some gold.